0: And welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. What up? It's Dud. And I'm Obert. Apparently, apparently there's a train. A train is coming.
1: You guys hear that? No. That's the Spike Seltzer train, and I am on board okay uh, i just got off a five-day river rafting trip and uh you know before the trip had started i had i hadn't really had a, any of those spiked seltzers before oh
2: but, the ones that you used to make fun of me about
1: yeah yeah and uh, after they are the perfect river beers i'm not gonna call them beers they are the perfect river drinks they're so delicious for like hot days on the water uh i had we had the what's the brand that you like todd
2: oh uh, i like the smirnoff brand personally
1: Okay, we didn't have those. We had the uh what are the tall skinny ones? Truly? Truly. Yeah, we truly. had we had a 12 pack of Truly, which were all right, but then I bought a 12 pack of the uh Big Sky Spiked Seltzer mixed pack and it, they have some of the best the best flavor one was ginger lemon basil with Ooh. mixed with some gin. Ooh, I tell you what.
2: That sounds good. It was that,
1: it was really good.
2: Is that the same company that that does their own huckleberry?
1: Yeah, they Well, they do their non-spiked seltzer, the Virga that I reviewed on the show. But they also have Huckleberry Spiked Salsa, Strawberry Mint, and Cucumber Melon, and they're all really good. Nice. Yeah. Now I, like I said, I'm on board this train, man. I, I was not. <laughs> I was not. I was skeptical, but now they're they're going to be serious go-to day drinking outdoor lawn game beers for me for sure.
2: No, you you weren't just skeptical. You made fun of me.
1: I, I don't remember making fun of you. We got to play back the tape. It's a, it's almost
2: like it's not on a recorded medium that we could go back and listen to.
1: Well, yeah, we're not going to stop the recording, but we'll assume that I did. All, all right, listeners we'll go back
2: right. and listen yeah. to that episode. Here,
1: I'll
0: just, I'll just, I'll just put it in right now. So yeah. let's leave a little gap. Hi, my name's Ober, and Ted, you're so stupid for drinking those things. See, yeah, so I, there, there it is. We knew it, is, right? you know it existed.
1: Yep.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, no, uh, Dana's been uh, crushing some of those. Uh, I mean, crushing is probably an over exaggeration, but she's been on the Spike Seltzer train too. Uh, the Trulies and the there's one other one that I don't remember. But
1: well, she always does her own uh, vodka soda drinks. So that's basically already a Spike Seltzer. That's true. (laughs) Yeah, because she'll use the the little stuff you squeeze in there. Crystal light. Yeah, Yeah. she was
2: ahead of the game.
1: She was. She was yeah, the game was, before the she game was, a was, was the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pioneer drinking low calorie alcohol drinks.
2: <laughs> yeah. She real. missed out on like a billion dollar business opportunity by not doing it and marketing it.
1: I think yeah. 2019 is the year of the Spiked Seltzer summer, though. The summer of the Spiked Seltzer.
0: Yeah. You know, I actually I saw a post earlier of someone who was drinking a Rattler. And I was like, man, I haven't seen any Rattlers like this year yet. I don't know if it's because I just haven't looked for them, but. Maybe it's not a I, North I like, Carolina thing. No, uh, maybe not. Maybe not. I do like Rattlers or Shandies. I like to call them Shandies, but you know, it is what it is.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we had some some Lining Kugel Shandies on the river as well. Those also made for great morning beers, first ones. But yeah, I did. We did uh, five days on the North Fork of the Flathead River, and we had one layover day, but it was awesome. We just pulled over and camped. We had found private islands for all for ourselves. Just hung out, went fishing. Um, just made some amazing meals. It was a, it was a great time for sure. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it, was. it sounds like an awesome time. We had we had one layover day where we just you know we didn't break down camp. We just stayed there the whole day, and uh, that's I think that's the way to do it. That way you're not constantly loading and unloading gear because really you can do that river. We could have floated that river in maybe twelve hours if we had gone nonstop. So we oh, just really? did like three or four hours every day, and uh, then would you know pull over and and set up camp again. So it was nice. A good mix of of floating and then just hanging out at camp. Nice, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So, what did you guys do for the Fourth of July? Grilled food. Oh, nice. It's a staple. Any fireworks?
2: No, I heard some, but I didn't. I didn't light any off myself. I didn't see any either.
0: Yeah, we kind of went away the weekend before the Fourth. Um, we went to visit with my mom in Tennessee. Uh, Went to the lake house and watched fireworks on the lake and stuff like that. And then, but this past weekend didn't really do much. We grilled up some steaks on the fourth, and that was that was that was good. And then our AC broke, so we basically just died for two days.
1: uh, (laughs) That would explain why you look like a pool on the floor talking. (laughs) I'm just a
0: a, a puddle. (laughs) Yeah, you know, it was uh, it was 88 inside our house, so that was cool. That was a lot of fun. No, actually, that was that was that was not cool. That was warm but um but yeah so luckily it's working today
2: so i think we're finally reaching normal temperatures so yeah isn't it isn't it like a law down south like you have to have ac especially as like a tenant like your ac has to be functioning especially cuz you guys have like a baby too like that's a big thing well that was that's the biggest thing
0: i mean you know uh, we just want we have to make sure he's okay obviously um but yeah i don't know if it's a law but my all i know is that dana was very not happy because, oh, so I was up, uh, it was like 11, 1130, and I was playing video games or whatever. And then all of a sudden, I smell like burning plastic or blur- burning rubber. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I'm like running around the house like a crazy person at 1130 at night trying to look for, look for a fire. <laughs> <laughs> and I like go inside our room and like, you know, I'm checking it. I checked inside CJ's room. I checked all the other rooms. I go inside our room. I'm like looking around. There's no fire. And Dana's Dan like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "She was asleep, of course." And I was like, "I was like, I smell burning rubber." And like, and upon some googling, we figured out it was most likely the HVAC unit. So, we uh, cut, yeah, we cut we cut the breaker, and the the burning rubber went away. So, <laughs> so definitely was the HVAC unit. Definitely was, yeah. It is fixed now, yes. And there was a piece that was actually, like, melted. Like, you could see, like, it was like a box, and a corner of it was, like, just melted. And I was like, ah, hmm, well, okay. At least I wasn't going crazy or anything, so. <laughs> but, yeah, so that was
2: a pretty crappy thing, but. <sighs> At least you have that big, giant green tub that you guys could have filled up with cold water and floated in it like a pool. That's true. Yeah. That's very true. We could have done that, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, Chris, I think I know how you can cool off. Mm-hmm.
2: I yeah. think so
0: too, um, and that's by making sure your ACs are regularly serviced, <laughs> <laughs> uh, or drinking beers, of course. Either so, one, either one. Yeah, preferably both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess I guess thank you, Overt. I'm going to lead it off today um, because I have this uh, can that I just couldn't pass up. Uh, you know, it's close enough to the Fourth of July that I feel okay drinking this. Um it's from Twenty First Amendment Brewery, which is in San Laredo, California, and it's called Brew Free or Die. Blood Orange IPA.
1: What a perfect name for Fourth yeah. of July.
0: And if you look, you can see it's Abraham Lincoln crushing some blood oranges. I've I have had this, this <laughs> That's cool. Have you? Yes. <laughs> I think there's a many variants of the uh of the can. I think there's I've seen some with George Washington and, and things like that, but I just so happen to get old honest Abe. So um, so what drew me to this is I was walking around a, um, a bottle shop that's not too far from my home and I saw this because this is in a 16 ounce can. This is one of the big boys, one of the 19.2 ounce cans. Oh, nice. Oh, Yeah. Some bonus beer in here. And I saw it and it was only three bucks. <laughs> that's a good it's deal.
1: Hard deal to turn down.
0: Yeah. So I was like, man, I need to, I need, I guess I need to try this beer. Hopefully it's good because it, I don't know why it was three bucks. but So I can tell you right now, pouring it, it is not hazy. It's pretty clear. Got a nice big head on it.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, that's wow. very clear. That's that is like super clear. Clear. one SRM.
0: <laughs> but it's got a nice persistent head on it. On a scale of one to ten, where <laughs> one is water, what is the SRM of that beer? <laughs> it's a one. It's a one. It's pretty darn close. The smell is is just heavy, heavy blood orange. Like you get... You get that like really sweet citrus smell like right on the top, and we're gonna we're gonna find we're gonna find out uh, what it tastes
2: like right now.
1: Very excited. All right. Cool. Okay, so this is the blood orange version of the Brew Free or Die.
2: Yeah, I'm, I noticed that they have a normal Brew Free or Die IPA as well. Yeah. What
0: do you awesome. think? No, it's, this is really good. This is a very easy, very light drinker. You get you do get a very heavy uh, blood orange taste throughout. Basically throughout the whole, throughout the whole beer, get like that nice sweet citrus. You do get a little bit of maltiness in the middle, but it's not like overpowering and it doesn't go straight malt. You just get some malt and then it tails off with some nice bitterness at the end. So yeah, lasting tastes of blood orange at the end. Just a nice citrusy, like delicious, easy drinking summer beer. <laughs> nice. Very cool.
2: Yeah. I'm actually I'm very happy with this three dollar purchase right now. You sound like you actually enjoyed that beer. When I looked at my rating, I was not a fan. I gave it a three. Okay,
0: no, I was I was gonna give this. Let me see.
2: No, I think I'm I'm
0: gonna go one whole point higher than you. I'm gonna give this a four. Wow, wow. that's a
1: big big gap. And I'll tell yeah. you that um, out of the sixty five thousand eight hundred eighty eight other people who rated this beer, um, they averaged a three point eight one.
2: Okay, all right,
1: yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah so, so apparently I'm I'm the outlier. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't remember what maybe it was old when I got it. I I don't really know. I I just I don't rate yeah. many things a 3, so this I must have not
1: really enjoyed this one.
0: Yeah, no. I'm very thrilled by this right now.
1: Definitely it's very good, cool can.
0: Very cool can, very cool beer. Only 3 bucks.
1: I'm going to be looking forward to seeing that post on the Instagram.
0: Yeah, it's going to be super nice. It's going to be right from this corner. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, put some sparklers and uh Red, white, and blue garland around it. It it (laughs) You should definitely take a picture of it with sparklers. I don't know if I have sparklers. Uh, But
0: anyways, uh, Ober, are you ready? Oh,
1: I am ready. You ready? Yeah. What you drinking? I have another beer that I brought back from Oregon. This one's actually from um, a brewery in Olympia, Washington, called Three Magnets Brewing. And it's called The Tub. The reason I picked it up is because it has a lot of fancy words on the front. It's a grisette-style ale brewed with uh, sac-brew-trois and beer-de-garde. So,
2: I've had beer-de-garde beer, de garde beer yeah.
1: before. And we've talked about grisette styles on the show before.
2: Yeah, I
0: had a grisette once.
1: Yeah. Did you like it? Are you a grisette fan?
0: Uh, I did enjoy that one, the one that I had.
1: So let me, let me jump right in here. Um, it's definitely... You get that very yeasty – I think that's the Sac Breu toit That's that yeast we talked about before. Okay. The bruciphilis or whatever. Uh, I think we've had that on the show. So you get that, that belgian yeast flavors in here. And I think a, a Grisette style is more of like a farmhouse style. Yeah. Um and in my mind farmhouses and Belgians are kinda close. Although I think you guys don't really like Belgians and you're kinda more farmhouse fans. If I yeah, get that. that's
2: true for me. Yeah, very true. Yeah. Belgians just aren't really my thing.
1: Yeah. So this is yeah, maybe more of a farmhouse than a Belgian. But um this clocks in at four point seven percent. It's a very drinkable, nice summer day, easy drinker. This would go really well with like a light white fish, maybe, or something like that that you would want. Something not too heavy of a beer to go with,
2: and so would you say white fish from whitefish is a good pairing?
1: Yeah, there we go. Why not <laughs> <laughs> whitest fish? <laughs> so with that, I think this is going to fall in the three and a half rating for me. Okay, it's, it's a solid, solid drinker. I don't know if I'll go out of my way to pick it up again, but um, you know, with all the hazy IPAs I've been doing on the show lately, I ne- needed to mix it up. So had to go with the, the fancy <laughs> French words. And um, Oh, and yeah, so a beer to guard, I actually pulled it up here. I got the Wikipedia article. It's Wikipedia, it's Wikipedia says it translates to beer for keeping. It's a strong pale ale traditionally brewed in the specific region in, Fran- in France, and they originally brewed in farmhouses. So nice. yeah, I guess they are a French farmhouse ale.
2: I, th- I think Fox Farm, they did a beer to guard that was okay. or recently. Yeah, they actually just called it beer to guard.
1: Yeah. I guess it says they used to brew it during the winter and spring because um, the yeast would be a little more unpredictable in the summertime. So that's why it was beer for keeping. They brew it early in the year and then drink it throughout the the rest of the year. So that's interesting. Nice. That is cool. Yeah, beer facts.
2: By the way, did the brewery have three magnets associated with it? Is is this a thing?
1: Their logo is um, almost like a peace symbol or radioactive symbol, like the... like the 120 degrees apart, three magnets all pointing towards towards the middle, and um, it's a three and an M in the middle, but the M is just like a ro- three rotated 90 degrees. So it's kind of a cool little graphic design.
2: Oh, that's pretty cool. So you give us a three out of uh, three point five out of five. Um, out of the check-ins on Untapped, the average is three point eight. So you're a little bit below average.
1: Okay, that's interesting because the last one was three point eight one, right? Was Chris's yeah.
2: beer? Oh, yep. huh. huh. yeah. Look at that. So,
1: so Ted, what 3.8 do you have for us today? <laughs>
2: so, I am drinking a beer by Sierra Nevada called uh, Trip Into the Woods. It's, Ooh. This one, I think, is from 2015. Oh, wow. Um, I found it at my local Dang. package store. It's This is their Barrel Age series. This one is a tequila Barrel Age Otravez, an ale brewed with lime, agave, and... Age in tequila barrels. Um, I believe we had something similar to this when we were in Asheville, which is really why this caught my eye. So I wanted to, to bring it on the pod. So it's a uh, 1.9.4 fluid ounces. So it's a big bottle. It's a bomber. Um, nice. And it's 6.4 ABV. Oh, that's Very cool.
0: for some reason I was expecting something way more heavier
2: than that. Yeah,
1: it's probably 6.9 when they bottled it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, back in 2015 or 16 yeah. or whenever. So you just found this on a shelf. Yes. You just.
1: Oh. Whoa. Nice. Cheers. My my, tud cleo alarms are going off here. I don't I don't think this is going to be a tud beer. I don't know. This don't, is. I'm t- not
2: sure if it's going to be either. Well, yeah. I know. Tud's
0: been on a big tequila kick recently, though. So not on the show. You wouldn't know that unless you were friends with him. But.
2: <laughs>
1: right.
0: <laughs> yeah. He just yeah. fell in love with tequila.
1: I got it Teala right in tequila. I gotta write into DAWF podcast at gmail dot com and ask Todd to bring some tequila onto the show.
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel like we all should just take take a week off beer. Just do just do an, a straight hard alcohol yeah.
1: episode. A liquor cabinet episode. There we go. <laughs> Ooh. I oh. think Mikey, I oh. think he likes it. <laughs>
2: oh, this is really good. Oh, it's really good. Oh, uh, definitely a lot of lime in this. Um, you know a little bit of hints of tequila, but yeah, I think that's definitely overpowered by the lime. This is this is fantastic. It kind of tastes like a like a very boozy and better Bud Light lime. Oh,
1: <laughs> I was gonna make the joke, but you all, you didn't even let
2: me. You went right there. Yep, just had to had to go there myself.
0: So Bud Light lime's a four and a
2: half to Tud, So what's this one? <laughs> this is this is fantastic. Um, you get a little bit of salt. Flavor, which is interesting because it doesn't really just maybe that's just my brain playing tricks on me. It just it's like you're drinking a margarita and you're like, no wait, no I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Um, definitely a little bit of oakiness from the tequila barrel. Mm-hmm. It's it's a smooth drinker. Um, you know, definitely can tell that it's not a a boozy beer by any means. This is a very refreshing summer drink. This is kind. Of, this kind of reminds me a little bit of a Rattler, just not being a Rattler, because it's got kind of like that gose style sour to it.
1: That's nice. funny, like, when you picture a, a aged, barrel-aged beer that's you've been lying around for a few years, the last thing I think of is an easy, light drinker, you know? Yeah. It's just that that's so opposite of what I would expect. Yeah, I would, Um, I'd buy
2: this again in a heartbeat. I don't think there was another bottle there. I think that's why I bought it, because I was like, oh, look at this thing. This is what pa- what
1: packy did you find that in?
2: This was at M&R Liquors in South Windsor.
1: Okay, and are they like, you could find some good uh, hidden gems there?
2: Yeah, they've got a lot of beer. Um, the the guy over there, the manager uh, Brendan, is really no big relation. in the beer. <laughs> <laughs> really big in the beer. Really big in the sours. Uh, pretty co- pretty good dude. Seems to travel around the world to try beers. So it's pretty cool.
1: Oh man, that's the life right there.
2: Yeah, he's got a pretty sweet gig. Yeah, uh, M and R is a local chain in Connecticut too. Just for people who aren't really aware, it's a I
1: I didn't know I didn't know that so. Yeah. <laughs>
2: It's a it's like a local like Hartford chain of liquor stores. So they have cool. locations in South Windsor, Glastonbury, Vernon, Manchester, Avon, all over like all over Hartford County. Um, I would give this beer. I'm gonna give this beer a four two five. Okay. Wow,
1: that's that's a good one. And yeah. let's see yeah. what uh, what Untapped has to say. So they don't have it separated out by year, but the Trip in the Woods Tequila Barrel Aged Otroves is a four point zero one. Mm. on um untapped mm-hmm. and yeah only nine ibu so yeah it's a very very uh mild light sour beer
2: yeah that's nice. cool allow me to read the back of this just because it, it it goes in a little bit more depth of what it is for this limited offering we pushed beyond the typical barrel aged beer theory we got our hands on some reposado tequila oak barrels and then aged our new Otrevez goze with lime and agave this trip in the woods starts out as a tart yet juicy beer with hints of lime for the finish and unmistakable slickness of classic reposado.
1: nice now remind me, did we talk about the the Sierra Nevada brewery from the from the Bachelor Party on the show before?
2: Yeah, I think we mentioned that we had gone there. I don't know if we really dove in depth of the massivity of it <laughs> yeah. yeah I don't know if we quite went in deep depth, but
1: yeah, before I went to, we went to Asheville. A couple of people told me, like, oh, if you're gonna go there, you got to check out Sierra Nevada. And as we've talked about on the show, it's one of my favorite beers, one of my favorite breweries. But I'm like, I don't know, are we? If we're gonna go all the way there, should we just maybe do some more unique local stuff? But they're like, no, you trust me, you got to go. And their place is, it's like this whole private estate. It's just a beautiful, beautiful tap room with a really cool area out back. Lots of like just beautiful copper kettles. Um, it was one of the, the most beautiful breweries I've been to uh, for sure.
2: It was like Disney World for beer lovers.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. not a bad, not a bad description. Yeah,
0: it-, it was, it was phenomenal. Because when I was like throwing the whole everything together, anybody I asked was like, "You have to go to Sierra Nevada," and they're like, they're, and they even mentioned they were like, "Hey, you know, you can get Sierra Nevada on the shelves anywhere," but you have to go to their brewery. You just yeah. have to. and they The other wrong. thing is,
1: it's a little bit out of town compared to a lot of the other breweries, so it's, yeah, it's a true. trip. You gotta make you got make a d- dedicated trip to go there, but um, that was a good call on, on making sure that we went there because it worked out really well.
2: And I was actually shocked by the amount of beer. That, and I, obviously, I probably shouldn't be given the massive size of the brewery, but I was actually really shocked with the amount of beer that they had on tap and ready to go for people. I mean, they... They had probably 30 beers just on their list, and it was just drink whatever you want. I mean, it was fantastic. Yeah. And obviously, they had their staples, but they had this like unique stuff like this trip in the woods type stuff.
1: Yeah, the Superfest. That's why I really like that. Their aged Oktoberfest.
2: Yeah. So, Obert, going back to how we started this episode with you uh, hopping on the train for Spike Seltzers. Oh, yeah. I'm all aboard, man. I have a stupid question for you okay what in your opinion is the ideal number of chugga chuggas before you say choo choo
1: (laughs) well i think we have audio proof on this one i think i did about 15 or 16 (laughs) (laughs) i mean i went there i got a full head of steam before i did the choo choo yeah It's it's true
2: are you trying to like relay like how fast the train is moving when you add in all those chuggas
1: well, I started off slow, and then I built up the steam, like, the train is leaving the station, like, chugga-chugga-chugga-chugga-chugga, and then you go faster and faster, and as you're getting all the steam, then you got to blow the sound of the horn, choo-choo, and then you're <laughs> like, I'm on board this the Spike Seltzer train, baby. <laughs> but uh, what do you, I, I don't know, how many chugga-chuggas do you think you need?
2: I th- I think the minimum is
0: four.
1: Yeah, I I, I
0: was thinking four. Uh, I was thinking four. I'm I'm a I'm a early I'm an early choo chooer. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's like it depends on how
0: old I I'm a premature choo chooer.
1: That was six. That I sounds
0: think, like a, a you tell. problem.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you can't do one. You can't be like chugga choo like no one <laughs> understands what that means. You no, know,
2: I was counting chugga chugga as like one. So like chugga 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 chugga
1: choo choo. Okay. Oh gotcha. no.
2: Oh man. No. Cuz you're not you're not you're not stopping somewhere and going chugga chugga chug choo choo. You have to finish that chugga.
1: You got to yeah.
2: <laughs> Oh, no. For me, I thought... I, th- I was counting by
0: chuggas. I wasn't counting by chugga-chuggas. So. <laughs> uh, you have to go with chugga-chuggas. So I, well, was, I, I think I, we uh, just mine's... found the
1: episode name, folks. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, so I'm chugga-chugga-chugga-chugga-choo-choo. That's me. Okay.
1: <laughs> oh, that is great. Ah, I normally don't want... I normally, I'm not too too sure on these stupid questions but that was a great one I yeah that, that was, a good. That was a good that was one. one that
2: you couldn't give us an engineering answer to so it was that's, that's good
1: that's true yeah
2: i've got another stupid question for you guys great this is a hypothetical situation for you so uh this should be this should be fun to see how you guys react to this just became homeless and i have only 130 dollars in a bicycle what do i do
1: 130 bucks you got a bicycle and you're homeless
2: Hmm.
1: Trying to think of a funny answer. <laughs> um, I don't know. Buy a tent, buy a fishing pole, and um, then you'll be okay for a little bit till it gets cold.
2: Well, not if you live in North Carolina, you'd be good for a long a bit.
1: Yeah, then you buy an air conditioner and fishing <laughs> <and> pole. <pull.
2: laughs> <laughs> do you take your if, like if you were in Montana? Do you like take your bike and start riding out of Montana and just trying to go south?
1: Uh, w- why? What's south? Warm. Uh, I mean, worst case, you could buy. You could probably buy a tre- cheap uh, greyhound bus ticket.
0: Yeah, it's true. Um,
2: yeah, I don't know. What would you do, Ted? I mean, I think you'd have to like have to start finding a job. Right, drive to New York City, like ride to New York City, and become like a bike courier. There you
1: go. That's not a bad one. Or you could just do the. Um, you could make make become a rickshaw driver. If you you already got the bike, spend one hundred thirty bucks on the little rickshaw. And then you can, you know, taxi people all over.
2: Yeah, if if this was Cosmo Kramer and Newman's idea, I mean, they're looking for the homeless people, so you'd be good. (laughs) Hmm, yeah. I mean, getting a job would be ideal, obviously, but
0: on the application, when I asked for your address, what do you put, like, Blue Huffy? Like, how does that work?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Right right outside of your door. I'm literally here all the time. (laughs) Whether you want me to be or not. Uh, do you make do you make like a shirt out of the hundred and thirty dollars? Like, do you go get like a hundred and thirty in ones from the local bank and then like pin them together into a shirt?
1: No, you don't do that. I don't no? see <laughs>
2: why you would just buy a shirt for five dollars and then have one hundred and twenty five dollars <laughs> and a shirt. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I've got one more question for you. Where okay. are right. where are snails even trying to go? <laughs>
1: you gotta wonder i mean they're moving that slow they gotta have a good reason to be going wherever they're going
2: like where's their goal where's their end goal i mean they're moving
0: slow so maybe maybe they're going to they're trying to get wherever exactly that like where they are you know like that's where they want to be
2: they're just where they are at
0: all times snails are from what i understand of of wildlife snails are like the most blissful happiest creatures on earth they just they're just they just love being snails.
1: Well, I mean, it's all relative, right? Like, we think they move slow, but I bet you cheetahs look at us and they think, man, why are those guys even bother moving at all? They're just so <laughs> slow. That's very true. The snails are just, you know, they're doing their own thing at their own pace. They're like, oh, yeah, look at that turtle over there. We're just chilling out together, hanging out my buddy sloth, <laughs> moving. We're just, you know, all hanging out.
2: Just it's an it's an interesting way of life. So you're just telling me that they're just happy being a snail wherever they're wherever they're being a snail.
0: Yeah, I think I that's th- I think so. I think that's what I hear from like most
2: Sna- uh,
1: A lot of the snails, you know. <laughs> all the snails are hanging out. With. <laughs> Some of my snail friends. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so me and the snails are hanging out. Yeah, we're yeah. just hanging out. So somebody the top the top comment was to the food, to the water, and to the sexy snails.
1: I mean that hey, sounds sounds that's like all like a you good really life. need. Yeah. I thought snails were hermaphroditic,
2: but I'm not sure. Does that mean that they can have babies with themselves?
1: I think they can have babies with every other snail, but I don't know.
0: I think Todd's thinking of like asexual. Is that a thing? Like
1: Asexual reproduction? Yeah. Yeah. There
0: you go. Is that a thing? Does that exist out in the animal world? It is in in the Godzilla movie from, what, 2000?
1: 2000. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. So they got a little too cute trying to rip off of Jurassic Park there, I think, about life finding a way. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and the men have lost to, to Mexico.
1: Oh, man. On this week's edition of old sports news. Yeah. Oh. One
2: more thing we should point out is that the women, the U.S. W- women's national soccer team won the 2019 Women's World Cup today, beating Netherlands 2-0. to zero. Yeah. Did you watch the match? I did.
1: Did they kick it really good?
2: They, it was a close – It was. I mean, it was tied at halftime. It was 0-0, zero, zero, and then it wasn't until like the 80, 80th minute that they scored. Huh. So it was good. It was a good match.
1: Did they rip their jerseys off and slide on their knees like the iconic picture from the 1998 Women's World Cup victory?
2: They, they did some of that. Um, it should be noted that the women – the U.S. women's soccer team, national soccer team, has won more than half of all of the World Cups that have ever happened for U.S. women. <laughs> B- oh wow. I believe they've won exactly half. Is it exactly half? I think it's 4 of 8, yeah, but
1: Does this make does this make 4 of 8?
0: Yeah, this makes 4 of 8. Okay. I believe, I believe. Yeah.
2: They're just so dominant.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, they're like the Yukon Women Basketball Team of women's soccer.
2: Yeah. So, uh, anything else new in your life over over the past couple of weeks?
1: Oh, yeah. I I we haven't had a chance to talk about it yet on the podcast, but I had two friends of the pod out here, Zephy and Lindsay. Last weekend, and uh, they ended up getting married. So that's exciting. Like very uh, cool, like a shotgun wedding. Um, yeah, it was totally last minute. Um, they called me up uh, about two weeks beforehand, and we're like, "Hey, we're thinking about coming to Montana and having you marry the two of us." So I was like super pumped about that. Um, they we made it all. We did a ten day turnaround from them calling to coming out here. We did some great hiking. We got some awesome pictures um i'm tagged in them on facebook if you you can find find them that way but uh we had our own little private ceremony and this is you know let's not let this get back to the officials because we did it a little bit stealthily in the park there's like approved spots but i knew of a good climbing trail that we just went you know just maybe a half mile walk from the visitor center and we were totally alone had the whole area to ourselves it was Really nice spot for the ceremony, and um, we got great sunset pictures with some with a marmot in the background. And um, I think they had a really good time, so it, it worked out really well. It was a great visit, and um, now I can add reverend to my list of titles.
2: So, so now you have the ability to like marry people, right? So like, I do. do you, so you you can just walk around, just saying, "Do you take, do you man take this woman to be your lawful?" Wedded wife and just pronouncing people husband and wife wherever you go.
1: Pretty much, you I think the say, only the only real rules is it has to be consensual. You got to have some I do's in there. As long as they say I do, then it's legit. So, like this is a good
2: <laughs> this is a good like drunk bar trick.
1: Yeah, just marry people. Haha, <laughs> ha, you're, you're married. you be like that. you're married now. Yeah. <laughs> Although I was trying to figure this out because you do need you do need a certificate from the county. Uh, so can you just
2: get a whole bunch of them?
1: I don't know about that. If I can just show up and be like, oh, you're getting married? Like, no, I just need like fifteen of these just as backups. <laughs> <laughs> just in case I need to marry some random people. Can you well, marry yourself? That's a good question. I don't think so. Although I bet if you were like the last two people on Earth you probably could. Or if you are a boat captain. <laughs> <laughs> boat captain is the only people who can marry themselves.
2: Or so. or you know, the, the regional manager of Dunder Mifflin Paper Company.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There right. we go. Uh, that's
2: cool uh, yeah. though that's
1: yeah.
0: That's that's, uh, that's something that you know not everybody gets to say hey I married two of my good friends
1: <laughs> yeah yeah I was really excited to, to be able to do it um, and yeah glad I can check that one off the bucket list for sure I-
0: you know, Tud's getting married in uh what, 13 days. So, I'm I'm whole, wholly expecting you to just like run up there and like, you know, check the guy and like, yeah, this is yeah. my wedding now.
2: Just, just yeah. tap my just the, the and be now. like I got this, don't worry.
1: Yeah. We'll tag team it, you know. he will do go. the beginning, maybe I'll do the middle, then I'll tag him back in at the end. Every other word. Yeah. Do you take?
2: Michael this man.
1: Your. Oh. Yeah. No, we uh yeah, we got the wedding coming up in a couple of weeks. I'm looking forward to the call me maybes that are gonna happen.
2: Oh, so many call me maybes. Yeah. There, so many. There may or may not be a limit on the amount of times that we can play call me maybe. Well, may not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, perfect.
1: I, I think the trick, Todd, is we have to do it so many times on the rehearsal dinner night that, that Chris is he's got Gets his fill in before we get to the actual wedding.
2: Is there such thing as a fill for Chris and Call Me Maybe's? No, I don't there know. There isn't. There no. isn't
0: that in Paradise by the Dashboard Light. Those are oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be some dancing.
2: <laughs> oh.
0: Choreographed dances. I sing Choreographed. both parts.
1: Oh wow! Flawlessly. I, I'm looking forward to you taking the stage then. I like shoving, that little, shoving that the band out head. of the way.
0: Flawlessly. <laughs> flawlessly.
1: Oh
2: man.
0: Okay. Do you guys do you guys hear that? Chugga chugga <laughs> chugga chugga chug.
2: <laughs> there wasn't a lot of chuggas.
1: No. I feel like you're not yeah, enthusiastic about that. That train chuggas. is not is not really going that fast. It's
0: either two or four chuggas depending on how you <laughs> look at it. <laughs> how you count your chuggas. How you count your chuggas. Uh I think we're gonna travel traverse a little bit a little bit more. This time by train. Um Okay. This is our While <laughs> we train verse. While we train verse. Uh, We'll go through five more states, weird drinking laws, uh, picking up with number 16, which is my old state of Tennessee. And so Tennessee, while Kentucky is known for its bourbon, Tennessee is known for its Jack Daniels. What's funny, though, is that the Jack Daniels distillery is located within a dry county, making it illegal to drink the whiskey anywhere nearby. Recently, however, there was a change, so visitors to the distillery are allowed to allowed very small sips on the Jack Daniels facility tours.
1: I like that. Very small sips. Yep. Like, <laughs> I hope that that's written into the law. Probably, like, yeah. You got to have your pinky out if you want to sip some of this whiskey yeah. on the tour. How, we talked about that before, too. You, you had already mentioned that.
2: I had, yeah. I yeah. ruined it. I didn't realize it was going to ruin this, that's okay.
0: this segment. but
2: <laughs> How weird is it that you, in 2019, can live in a dry county
1: somewhere in the United States? Yeah, that is that's sad. It's, that would be really sad if it, I lived <laughs> a place where they didn't sell alcohol.
0: Yeah, it would be it would be rough. I mean, think of think of this podcast.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, how weird would it be if like how weird is it for Jack Daniels where they're you know, the people who own that company are billionaires, but they can't drink their own product in their in their facility.
0: Well, I, I, it makes me it makes me wonder like, how did that happen? Like did you like? Yeah, accidentally how do you even...
2: open a distillery there?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! We didn't realize it when we opened it. Oh no! I think this is my my challenge to uh, one of the two of you. I think Todd's the more of the whiskey drinker, but you got to do a Jack Daniels special um, special segment where we talk about their history, and you bring Jack Daniels on the podcast because I am willing to bet, and this is totally a guess, but because it's a dry county that they were, like, bootlegging, distilling, like, making their own illegal moonshine. And then it became so popular that they went legit. That's my theory.
2: That's a pretty, pretty good theory. I would have to imagine that that's probably exactly the story. <laughs> but it's still, like, why would you build your distillery in the dry county once you decide to go legit? I don't
1: know. Right. Well, they just got bigger and bigger. And I don't know. I think that that, that should be a, a segment we do on a future episode. Yeah. That would be a good one. That would be a little good one. tease for the listeners.
0: Uh so next we're up to number 17 which is Ohio. O H I O. Uh, Ohio. <laughs> so in Ohio, uh okay, again, why or how these situations become laws are a bit unclear, but in Ohio it is illegal to give alcohol to a fish. <laughs> <laughs> but we did not take did not find specifics about in which context this pertains to. So take that one with a grain of salt. However, what is more unclear is this one. No alcohol advertisement shall represent, portray, or make any reference to
1: Santa Claus. Really? Apparently. <laughs> they got yeah, they don't want they don't want drunk Santa on the sleigh. <laughs> so like, you they can't
2: buy like the tipsy L stuff then what oh like naughty elf like yeah naughty mad elf elf and a, and no, bad mad elf, elf and very bad elf and
0: oh, oh oh yeah 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 i didn't even think about that
2: by trogues which is literally but that's not santa though
0: that's an elf maybe that's how they
1: get away with it maybe who knows maybe ohio listeners right in right in <laughs> can you get mad elf well
2: and i do want to know why they had to make a law that you couldn't make a fish drunk
1: yeah yeah ohio listeners that's...
2: right in again
1: what did you what <laughs> like, did you do <laughs> yeah
2: was there just a random guy <laughs> you're just...
1: the guy who made them out that law you yeah. want to hear from you yeah.
2: was it just a guy who was just walking around us every time he saw a fish he took a beer out and just poured it in the fish tank with him like, this Maybe. fish seems like he wants to be more drunk yeah that's i'm I, we're
0: gonna we'll, we'll try and look that one up <laughs> uh, so next on the list is uh louisiana the big easy mm-hmm. yep uh, so Louisiana drive-thrus are allowed to serve alcohol in Louisiana, and the state- Yes, cons- they are. Yeah, and the state considers them to be closed containers, but that only applies as long as the straw has not been put through the lid of the drink. I've never been to Louisiana,
2: but apparently Todd is all about this. I didn't know about the straw rule, but I did know that drive-thru liquor stores were a thing.
1: Liquor stores? Or this is not just liquor stores. You can order a drink and get it to go. I saw something about this once on like the Travel Channel where they had like these alcoholic slushies and you would just literally drive up and they would hand you a slushie with a, a lid and a and a straw in the other hand. And um, you could just drive away, take it home, in quotes.
2: Yeah, I know, that's a, I know it's a thing. I've definitely heard of it. I didn't realize that once the straw pierced that, that top, that's when it was considered an open container. So what if you just threw your straw out the window? You're like, there's no straw here.
0: I mean, I guess you could, but like... How are you gonna drink that that tasty goodness? You just got popped the top, right? Well that's not it's not that's that is definitely not yeah. a closed container. There's no way you can get that alcohol into your mouth without it opening <laughs> it in some way, shape, or form.
1: <laughs> right. That's how, that's how they get away with it.
0: You're not gonna Tud Cleo this, just be like, Oh man, this tastes good. I can tell.
1: <laughs> Tud just cuts a little hole in the bottom.
0: <laughs> oh Yeah, see I found a way around it. <laughs> oh, All right, so 19 is Indiana, home of uh, the NFL's best team, the Indianapolis Colts. The Hoosiers? That's not NFL. Jeez, Tud. I have to teach you about football again. Um, so in Indiana, it is illegal for grocery stores and convenience stores to sell cold beer. That right is saved for liquor stores only. Additionally, an establishment cannot sell individual drinks without also having a food service available at all times.
1: Interesting. That is so a lo- that's a law in Connecticut too. What's that? That you have to sell s- food if you're going to sell alcohol, Correct. unless you're a brewery, maybe. Because, like,
2: yeah, unless you're a brewery, like, because uh, beer is not really considered alcohol under our laws. But yeah. Wait a
1: minute. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll have to remember that next time I get pulled over. No, no, like, no this that.
2: is not. Oh, this is just beer. It's not alcohol. <laughs> no, like if, you, if you serve hard alcohol, you have to serve food in Connecticut. There, and the only reason I know this is a thing because, is because the poorhouse in Hartford, when it was a thing before it became Angry Bull, used to have a sign on the wall that said uh, a cheese sandwich. And it was like $15. Okay. A, they just had it posted there because technically under the law, they had to have food
1: available. Right. Interesting. Okay. I've seen places that have like that got away with it with just literally bags of chips that they would have hung up behind the bar that they would sell.
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure this was Porthouse Just had some cheese and some bread shoved in a freezer somewhere, and they're like, "This is our food. If somebody wants to pay us fifteen dollars for a cheese (laughs)
1: sandwich, we'll give it to them." I love that. That's such a creative way to get around it.
0: I was actually thinking: is there a distillery in Connecticut? I can't think of one off the top of my. Head. I'm sure there is. I just can't. Litchfield. Think of one. Yeah, there's Litchfield. Oh, Litchfield. That's right. Okay. Ted went there. You, and, you you had them on the show, right?
2: Yeah, and they um they don't serve pours there. They just give you pours, so they're they don't have to comply with that law either because they're not selling the alcohol. Correct. They're just giving it to you. Correct.
0: Uh, okay. Hmm. Oh, that's 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 kind of. I don't know. I mean, I guess I've never realized it, but I mean I used to go to Old Glory Distilling in Tennessee. They don't serve food. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a that's a unique law. Yeah, cool. All right. So last on this on this uh train versing is uh number twenty. Chugga Too many chuggas. I don't even want to hear the choo-choo. <laughs>
1: You can't. Being the train's can't. too far away. Yeah, right. The train's, just train's traversing, traversing at the distance. moment.
0: You've chugged yeah. all so far away. Anyways, uh, number 20 is Mississippi. <laughs> Mississippi. Well, okay. I'm going to immediately call the the legitimacy of this into question. But uh, don't quote us on this, but Mississippi is said to have no open container laws for drivers. But don't go crazy. It only applies if the driver stays under the 0.08% national legal limit.
1: It used to be like that in Montana. Until somewhat recently i'm not too sure of the year you could you know drive by a cop with a beer in your hand and wave to him and just keep going uh, yeah, I mean it does it, it kind of makes sense if you're as long as you're under the legal limit, I don't see how it's any different than having a beer at home and getting in your car,
2: mm. yeah, yeah, that's true, obviously it
1: kind of discouraging it encourages bad behavior, but
2: right in all reality, we should be able to allowed to drink a beer while driving if we're below the legal limit. I agree with Mississippi Hashtag Team Mississippi okay well, I just fact checked this uh, just to make sure um,
0: and it does say that Mississippi is the only state that th- the only state that does- doesn't have an open container law that prohibits drivers or passengers from drinking inside a motor vehicle. Some counties and cities have passed their own ordinances, uh, but Mississippi still has an ab- abnormally high rate of alcohol related traffic fatalities so <laughs> so there's that, so there's that. <laughs> Um, but Todd's on
2: board. So, uh, um. I like how they call it an, <laughs> an, ab- choo, n- choo. an <laughs> abnormal, that they're, that they're abnormal. It's like, no, they're just normal. That's because they have laws like that. Yeah. But that's it. That's, that's us. That's we're
0: done trainversing today.
2: Yeah. I guess, chugga
1: that, chugga I guess the next stop on, uh, the, uh, the train that we're all aboard of this episode will be handle station. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Nice. Coming up uh, on your uh, left, we have Frosty Mug, uh, uh, filled with wisdom. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody grab your handle. I don't know what happened there at the end. <laughs> I got transported.
1: <laughs> uh, I, I, I'd like to go first, because I have, I have a really good one this week. Okay. This is a one I wanted to share with you guys, because um, I experienced for the first time in my life, this camping trip, a... Uh, completely dark sky and going out there looking at dark skies and seeing the milky way and tons of stars you can see all these satellites and shooting stars it was a a experience that i had never had to this extent before and i think it's something that everybody should try and do at least once so to help facilitate that i wanted to share uh, a app with you guys that i'll put a link to in the show notes it's called light pollution map dark sky And you can see what the light pollution in your area is. And I mean, you know, this is definitely above and beyond handle, but I would recommend finding time, plan out, find a good clear night. You want new moon or very, very slight moon in the sky, um, good weather conditions, and just go for a trip somewhere. Um, I was shocked when I looked up the map after I got home and looked at the light pollution how bad it is basically everything east of um like the mississippi river is just like all in the red orange yellow colors and you have to get out to nebraska dakotas till you start getting in the gray and black on the the scale of very little light pollution and um, I just couldn't believe how much you could really, how much more you can really see in a totally dark area, on a on a night with no moon. It was just totally mind blowing. And having done it, I say it's something that everybody should try and find at least once in their life. Go and check it out.
2: I would imagine what's in like the northeast is like is there anything that's out there? Maybe like Maine or something. Or yeah,
1: that's the closest area I really see that gets into the gray is up in maine it looks like if you kind of were where it starts to bump up in the north corner of maine that's a good area other than that it's like you really got to get out to the upstate new york really to get you know deep in those wilderness areas like baxter state park and stuff to really get into some clear skies uh if you're if you're anywhere east of the mississippi river if you're anywhere west of the mississippi river basically you can just drive a couple hours in the main direction and you'll be there <laughs> but um yeah totally life-changing experience that i think everybody should try and try and find time for at least once so um yeah that's my handle nice
0: yeah very cool yeah
1: who's next on this 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 train of wisdom <laughs> this wisdom train we're riding <laughs> chugga 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 Todd? Yeah, I was going like go. Oh, he was just just driving the engineering, <laughs> conducting the train over to, so, uh, to
2: pick me up. Somebody's somebody's <laughs> got to do it.
0: Okay, so uh, hashtag not my train. That's too many chuggas. Um, <laughs> but uh, today I'm going to put over a pillow <laughs> because uh, just r- more recently, I probably I probably had this pillow for about eight weeks now. Uh, I saw an ad online and I was doing some research because the pillow that i had was it's it's it served its use you know and i'm very particular about my pillows but i found this like good deal on a ghost pillow um they also do
1: sounds spooky yeah it's very spooky (laughs) each one is haunted guaranteed
0: (laughs) yeah there's at least one soul in every ghost pillow (laughs) (laughs) but um there was so it is a memory foam pillow um, that has some kind of, I don't know, I don't know all the, all of the, all of the technology that goes into the pillow, but, um, it, essentially it, it helps cool, keep your head cool throughout the night, which is a big thing for me because I'm like a, like a heater. Like okay. <laughs> heater. So Especially when
1: your AC is broken.
0: <laughs> exactly. So you're a hothead. I'm a hothead. I'm a hot, I'm a hot body. So. But yeah, I've I've had this for like eight weeks now, and I I mean I love it. I only sleep with one pillow, so there's that.
2: Wow. Are you sure you're not a stereo killer?
0: <laughs> no, I don't think so. Um but yeah, I I only sleep with the one pillow, and this is like just enough where it's nice and nice and comfy, it yet still gives you a little bit of support. Um, and it does does keep your head quite cool during the night. So I recommend you check them out. They're a little expensive. But you might be able to get a Groupon like I did. I got a Groupon and I got it for like forty bucks or something like that. So nice. Yeah, it was a it was pretty good, pretty good purchase. I sleep sleep much better <laughs> since replacing my old pillow.
1: I can't back up the ghost pillows, the, the pillows with souls. But I will say <laughs> that um, that cons- a good pillow is a definitely worthwhile while investment. If you just think about how yep. much you're going to spend on a mattress, like for me. It makes if I have a bad night's sleep, it's because I my neck I sleep weird on my neck. So if you're gonna spend that much on your mattress, it makes sense to spend a good amount of money on a pillow too to make sure you get a good one. So yeah. I can I can I'll cheers with that handle for sure.
2: Yeah, we have bamboo pillows in our household, so they're really comfy. I've, I I saw those too when I was doing my my market research.
0: <laughs> and so, um, yeah do you wanna do you wanna chug away? Yeah, chug, chug, chug into the. Chug, chug, chug into the chug, 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 chug,
1: chug, chug. as we approach our final stop maybe our semi final stop before our outro. Into, the
2: subs- into the sunset yeah. so my handle this week is going to be youtube tv i don't know if you guys use it um i think it's great it is you know it's it's an alternative to having cable because you can pay for it monthly and cancel whenever um it has probably about 100 channels i get all the local channels all the local sports channels um it's great it's provided by google it's a google product so you know it's you know it's a good service it always seems to work it's always live and they have on demand and all that too so you know for the price of 40 dollars a month you're no longer paying for a cable contract to have channels that you don't want and you can add more channels and make it more expensive too if you wanted to really go down that path
1: okay so you so you you have a package that's like 40 bucks a month and you get like 100 ish channels correct Okay.
2: Yeah. And um, I actually split it with a friend. So, um, so I'm I don't pay YouTube. I don't, well, they, they allow it. So I'm not paying his friend's 40. name is
1: Caitlin. So, no, no, it's not
2: Caitlin. <laughs> Special shout out to Dodson for, uh, splitting
1: that with me. Um, so can you DVR stuff? Yes. That's cool. Yeah, and you... uh, I, do you have like a, a smart TV app? Is that how you watch it?
2: Smart TV app. They have apps on your phone. Um, you can watch it on your computer. So pretty much you can watch cable in more places with youtube tv than you can with your normal cable subscription so like what if i'm sitting out at like a you know a train station and just (laughs) hypothetically random example yeah and i wanted to watch tv i could just pull it up on my phone and just stream youtube tv from my phone and watch like the red sox play if i wanted to that is cool
0: because yeah i mean i i when i had comcast a million years ago or whatever and you have like your own Comcast whatever that you can sign into, but then you have to go in and sign into like every subs- every network separately. It's a big pain in the ass. So it, I think it's cool that you can just like, oh look, I'm on YouTube and I'm yeah. watching TV now.
2: And it's you know, and the best part is it's your Google email address with the Google password. So if you ever do need to log into like some website with cable, you're just logging in with your Google stuff that you already know and for your email. So it's it's super simple. Cool. Yeah. And so with that, uh, we'd like to thank everybody for listening today. We'd like to thank the breweries that provided today's beers. I will go first with Sierra Nevada for their trip into the woods, the barrel-aged tequila barrel Otravez.
0: I'd like to thank 21st Amendment Brewery for uh, their
2: Blood Orange Brew Free or Die IPA.
1: And I'm going to thank Three Magnets Brewing Company for the tub.
2: Please go on to social media and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter and on tap at DAWF Podcast. Hashtag follow the email at DAWF at gmail.com. Make sure you're sending us your thoughts on the episodes, your general thoughts. And just basically anytime you guys want to get bored and, you know, flip over a little note just saying how you love us and you were thinking about us and you just want to say hi, do that too. Make sure you're going on to iTunes and leaving us a five star review. Uh the better the more reviews we get, the more people can find us. Um Make sure that you guys are clicking on the Amazon affiliate link that will be posted where we will have links to some of today's products down there. Um, as a follow-up to last week's episode, just to kick this off a little bit more, the next most expensive item that you guys can click through our Amazon affiliate link and buy and just give us a few shekels would be the Dixie Queen Watermelon Seeds, which are just heirloom watermelon seeds that are not easy to find, and those retail on Amazon for $4,178. Wow. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Those would be some pretty good water. They must be pretty good watermelons. I gotta imagine say. if you imagine if you grew the watermelon and it died. I know, right? Well, just think of the investment if you get it and it's not a seedless watermelon, and then you can resell those seeds. Ooh, oh there man, you go.
0: you're making
2: money. Yeah, wow. Yeah.
1: just think about that, fans. <laughs> just maybe, maybe if you want a long-term investment,
2: that's a new business prop right there. there. It is. Yeah. Uh, make sure you guys are going to our Patreon too and subscribing there. Somebody needs to sign up for the twenty-five dollar Patreon item so that way uh Chris can can drink the uh cl- the chalada no with you. you. I mean you don't have you can but you don't have to. Um but
0: exciting news our patrons found out uh, we released our first ever patron exclusive episode the other day. So if you want to hear Party Party fouls Volume 1, <laughs> head over to the <laughs> Drinking Alone with Friends Patreon and and give us give us throw us a little bit of that uh the train currency and uh <laughs> and you'll be able to listen to 46 minutes of of bloopers which is pretty yeah. funny pretty pretty
2: entertaining so if somebody i mean somebody is going to pony up for that 25 dollars at some point
0: hey and i'll do it i'll i will i mean i have to i'll do it but I'm not
2: gonna I be happy like you're, about it. you're contractually obligated to do it
0: i'm not con- i'm not contractually obligated to it <laughs> but i will i will i'm i'm a man of my word so if you want to have a online hangout sesh with me while i drink a disgusting disgusting beer that's that's how you
2: do it you know and for all our connecticut listeners he will be in town in about a week and a half so he can even drink that beer live in person with you
0: Uh, that is that's also true yes if if that's what if that's your thing (laughs) and so with that my name's todd
1: my name's chris and i'm obert remember if you're drinking alone do it with friends next up
0: the End of the beer. podcast. Beer. <laughs>
2: beer, <laughs> station. Beer, <laughs> <more> beer station. Beer. Beer. Beer station. too many Chugger. all the Chugger.